0: Title of this morning's Dharma talk is what is it? What do they call it?
1: Minimal meditation. Minimal,
0: you know, minimal. Less meditation. Don't meditate. Meditate very, very little. How does that sound? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I'm always talking about the what I am an environment where everything everyone thinks more is better. I would agree with that and. In one way, more meditation is better. That's why I call this minimal meditation. be available to you uh, in your awareness if you'll just give me the benefit of the doubt and sit down, hold still, and watch what moves. It's that simple. Different things. I won't go into those. But this is from doing this uh, for a long period of time. So the idea is uh, that if you... Minimize. You sit down, hold still, and you minimize everything you can without struggle, without aggression, without pushing or pulling or um, trying to find uh, how can I make this this way or how can I make this this way or how can I be more calm? Uh, It's just that's a a terrible piece of propaganda there that's being propagandized or promoted by those in the um, mindfulness community. It's just... It's not that they uh, couldn't be helpful, but it's relatively helpful. It's not ultimately helpful. What do I mean by that? I have no idea what I mean by that. But I, I know what I mean by that. So what am I saying? I'm saying simply: sit down, hold still, and minimize everything. You got to the cushion. That's doing something. You're sitting down. That's doing something. You're holding still. That's doing something. You're endeavoring to observe. That's doing something. You something, uh, once you sit in that position, don't try to maintain it. You just use the, what I'm saying is when I say use the body, I'm saying, just be aware of the body. You want something to look at look at how the body feels. You want something to look at, look at the wall, look at the floor, look at your thought patterns, just observe, just observe, put everything on the, the ego, the structure of the ego, the false, uh, the false structure of ego is will hide off in the wings and it'll put everything it can on stage, but it's true identity. It'll put all the actors it can muster up on stage. This is who I am. This is how I am. Well, I'm the kind of person that does this, it does that, but I never do that. You know, I, I've been told that, but I don't believe that. Um, well, you don't want to know what I believe. So we do this. We struggle suffering difficulty. So minimal uh, there's uh, quite a few artists, uh, in different times here in the last uh, uh, century, half century or so, uh, have been not only in uh, the visual arts but also in all the arts are showing up, minimizing things. Less is better, which is something I say. Don't 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 do anything else you have to. And I've for years I've been endeavoring to find a way of of talking about this in a way that is that will directly connect with the person I'm talking to. Uh, the person, I should say, the person is listening so that you can get closer to this conceptually without being trapped in, in the, as uh, Nagarjuna talks about, uh, in the cage, you're trying to escape. Take may take a lot of, you might even call it bravery, it may take a lot of bravery to just be the emotion that you're trying to avoid or get rid of or explain away or blame. It's because of this I'm feeling this way. It's not that that isn't relatively true, but it's circular, and the circularity of it keeps you on the Ferris wheel, merry-go-round, tilt-a-whirl, or lawnmower. You know, the lawnmower mowing around the lawn. So minimal, the interesting thing about minimizing, mini- minimalizing, is that a word, minimalize? That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> minimalize, minimalize, minimalize. Interesting thing about minimalize, don't look at me that way, <laughs> <laughs> is that when you do when you do that, then what gets maximized is the hideouts of ego, the, pat- the thought patterns that are crunching this way and crunching that way and, and constantly building structures to keep that ego secure so that you can live the rest of your life thinking you're somebody that will never die. Well, everybody dies. we know, well, we know that everybody dies. That's, a, that's the way we avoid it. Well, everybody dies. Well, everybody knows that. We all die someday. Yeah. Death comes without warning. And this is How much more positively you want to use that kind of a word or uplifted your life could be if you really were aware of its ending of it's coming to an end but make use of this make make use of who you are every day when i say make use i'm saying try to see what fundamentally what your life is about what is it because for each person it's going to be different some one person may need to never do this again never come in here if you see what this is you don't need to come in a place like this or you may become a monk. You may realize that this is what I, I want to spend the rest of my life just looking on the, the fundamental falsity of identity. The fundamental that you conceptually you can get it. There's quite a few people who, as soon as they get it, immediately start to elaborate on the whole thing and they become scholars. They become and I'm not against scholars. We, we invite them to come here to talk. People who know a lot conceptually. Go ahead. Um, you said, well, meditating don't maintain anything. And I was wondering how to relate to the stillness that you recommend. Yeah, it's the stillness that is not maintained. Maintained stillness is, uh, is closer to some of the teachings of trying to be separate from things and be still and be like the jhana states or some kind of uh, idea of samadhi. Rather, actual samadhi is totally disturbed. Actual samadhi is not separate from anything. So don't miss your life. Your samadhi is your life. It is your life. If you're not agreeing with it, objecting to it, or shutting down on it, those are the three ways that we rotate away from our Buddha nature into some kind of cavern of, <coughs> you know, Plato's cave, that kind of thing, the, the kind of thing where we're, we're really, uh, we're really uh, magnetized or, or, uh, or re- repulsed by certain things, and we live out of that passion and aggression. We live, and, we, and if that doesn't work, if pulling doesn't work, uh, pushing away doesn't work then we ignore, those are the three
2: In the past you've really emphasized the stillness
0: and I was wondering in what way that's emphasized, how important that is I changed my mind that good enough. <laughs> so how was I emphasizing how did you receive that uh, how did that look to you the, the stillness
2: was really important to hold as still as we can and then movement happens There's movement,
0: but to kind of return to that Yes. So, so something I've been saying maybe more recently is, uh, when I, when I, you could say run into students who are having difficulty with, the, the stillness situation, then I say, well, just keep it to short periods. I have some stu- some, uh, people who I talk to are only sitting for five minutes a day. Now others are sitting for several periods of people here are sitting for several periods a day, but it's not amount of maintenance. It's, you know, of course, Sit as still as you can for as long as you can, but pay attention to how your body feels. This is not ancient Japan. This is not even ancient Tibet. This is right now. This is a this is a, a cumulative tradition, not a revealed one. Somebody didn't come. The only thing that was revealed is not separate, dependent origination, Pratichya Samudpada, and all, kind, all the ways that we show how it looks like a bunch of chunks of different things that are all separate. But seen as they are, not separate. That's difficult because it looks like to ego, it looks like, well, can I conclude that? No, you can't conclude. Yes. You said at the beginning of the talk that during meditation,
2: this is paraphrasing, that you minimize activity. And I'm wondering if
0: there should be any minimization in post-meditation. So if the, if the sitting meditation of this is if you sit down and face a wall for several hours, you've pretty much done the m- minimalized uh minimized you've you've done that <laughs> sit down and you and then you the interesting thing about this which have, which is what I was really trying to get to was if you if you do everything you can to slow down the process of, uh, of elaboration and production and extending out it's not trying to stop this trying to start that and trying to keep that away if you if you sit still and don't do anything uh do m- the minimalization or minimal medis- meditation then you begin to see the actual structure, which I started to talk, to, talk about earlier, of how the ego keeps making up stuff under the surface. So, <clears throat> actually, you begin to see the elaborations of ego uh, in, in the basement, in the workshop, down by the foundation of the ego, rather than the, the pro- proliferation uh, above the surface of all the things the ego wants to do. And, and uh, it even has fantastic philosophies about. Uh, Don't mind me, I'm really not not a very self-centered person, and I'm constantly helping others. And there's all kinds of things you can spend your life doing, thinking about. So the amazing thing about slowing everything down is then you begin to see the person, the first day you meditate, you can eventually see, oh, my mind's so busy. Often people say, I can't stop my mind. And of course I would say, you don't have to do that, just watch what's moving. And then uh, three weeks later, four weeks later, maybe a, a year later, I'm I'm driving myself crazy, and and which I get very happy about. Not because I like to see people suffer, because I know what I had to go through in order to see what this was. In order to see it, you have to actually look at all of the things that it is not, which is confusion, grasping, rejection, warfare, peacefare. And any direction you go with anything is something else, something else, relative, 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 relative. So but by doing very little, minimal. It shows up very much in uh, in various kinds of artwork. If you're going to cut your art production, whatever it may be, whether it's John Cage, what, in 1953? I think he stood by stood by a piano, didn't play anything, and he had somebody turn the pages for him. But he never played anything. Wasn't that 1953? That was so minimal. So that started showing up then, started showing up with Mondrian uh, back in the turn of the last, uh, early part of the last century. Painter who just had blocks of color rectangular blocks of color. So when someone uses that kind of situation, you can really see the balance or lack thereof in that situation. It's very hard to take uh, four shapes and put them together in a rectangle. And if anything is out of balance, it'll just be, it'll be okay, it'll be interesting, but it won't, it won't be uh, uh, commanding and powerful unless someone has really, really spent a lot of time looking at not much. That's when when we begin to go deeply into this. That's when it becomes a personal journey, when you actually feel lost, don't know where you're at. And that's why it's necessary to have the teacher to say, keep going, but it looks like a cliff out there. It looks dark. I, I know, keep going. The kindest thing that was ever done for me is to ignore me, but that's me. That's because I'm full of myself, still am. Nothing needs to change, my friends. I assume you're in my friends. <laughs> Nothing needs to change in the in the way that the ego mind thinks it does. I need to, but I'm I'm not feeling so that must mean. Don't abandon your emotions for that must mean or who did that. It doesn't matter who did it. And it doesn't matter how you feel. That's an astonishing thing to run into. It doesn't, really, doesn't matter whether I feel good or bad. So when you do slow down, when it is minimal meditation, not that's the kind that, that has been taught in past centuries that needed to be taught. So it doesn't somebody's done something wrong and now this old man's doing something right. No. It's a, it is not a revealed thing. Here's the truth. Swallow it. Believe it. Do what I say. It is a uh, a cumulative tradition that each person uh sees their own Buddha nature and expresses that through their own personality. I'm not copying anybody. <laughs> you might say that's obvious. <laughs> Uh, I, I can't be somebody else. And and if you see who you are, you won't you won't need any more. You don't need a guide. You might need a teacher, a instructor, or a, might even need a guru. I did. But you may not need that. You may just need to hear what this is and practice it. Stop objecting to anything. Stop agreeing with anything. And don't uh, look away from anything. And stop avoiding your true nature, which is right in front of you all the time. <clears throat> By sitting down and Holding still, I'll, I'll go through it here. You're sitting still, and everything slows down, but less is happening, and you're in the Zendo or you're in a place that's very quiet, and three or four hours go by. And maybe you've stretched your leg, maybe you stood up, maybe you have gone to the bathroom, maybe you've gone out and smoked a cigarette. No, dead. and eventually the 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 structure that is the underlayment of the situation starts to arise. And this is when most not not all, but some meditators. I want you to look at it, just look at it. You don't have to be in love with it. You don't have to be in hate with it. You don't have to uh, pretend it's not there. You don't have to do anything. And then for each person here, the way that shows up in your particular mind stream and your matrix of me, 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 and my stuff and my I, my I situation, my personal pronouns is going to be just enough different from other people because of the causes and conditions that come from beginning in this time till now, till this so-called now, is totally unique. And so, therefore, uh, one shoe does not fit anybody. You have to do it yourself. You have to actually see this yourself. And that's why face-to-face, looking at a teaching person, face-to-face, it has to be ha- have the chemistry that's important for you personally. I don't believe what I say. If, it so- if what I'm saying sounds fishy, leave. Go do something else. Find a teacher that is not fishy. But find a teacher. Without a teacher, I, I don't know if this can be done. If you do it without a teacher, then you think you've done something. And the sneaky way of ego of coming up i something, just gonna stay off stage, but actually I'm in charge. But you get to look like a nobody. You get to look like an enlightened being. You might even be able to mention that. Just watch for a time when it seems to be open enough where you can say, well, I guess I am kind of enlightened. But be careful, because a lot of people don't like it when they hear that. Joke what is the chemistry? All the pieces and particles and of everything that uh, looks that looks so vastly extensive and different and separate and valueless and full of value and <coughs> gold and dog shit. And it's just, you know, all all that kind of stuff is coming together in in countless numbers of am emphasizing countless numbers of ways. Uh, tell them I said hello. <laughs> countless numbers of ways. And that, that comes, can come together. You can't predict it. You can't, you, I think you can recognize it, and, but it might, uh, the way it might arise as uh, a fear, if the chemistry uh, might be fear. Uh, more about that if you have it. How is the chemistry between a, a
1: teacher and a student different from other forms of chemistry?
0: A no teacher-student situation, if the, if, the, if the person is realized... If it's a true teacher, uh, if it's a true teacher, then uh, uh, you, you will be, even though it looks like somebody different, somebody old, or somebody young, or somebody weird, or somebody, somebody, somebody. Uh, could look like any number of things, but it's always your projection. You're projecting that person. And that and to most of the world, most of the world, if that starts to come about that you're projecting that person, that person will shift gears so because they'll start to feel threatened by you. And so the threat of being nothing is powerful, and ego does not want to look at that. This is why we have friendship, and ship. It's why we have the polarities. So to keep us in the chain of what dependent origination, to keep us in samsara, the wheel, the, this this planet, this uh, living planet, wants you. It's very very magnetic and charismatic. You don't have to do something. You you just have to whatever this is is going to show up as your particular style. If you meet the, the teacher, uh, if you can uh, handle it, uh, you uh, your uh, um, belief in a, a solid identity will begin to come apart, and and that may either cause you to run away, or it may cause you to devote your life to this more. Doesn't there's no right or wrong to it though, Unyan?
1: Along those same lines, um, what was the chemistry with you and Colbin?
0: He hated me. <laughs> uh i i don't know for sure i would have to talk to him about it but he's of course he's dead so but i think he saw um i'm just speculating probably saw how f- full of myself i was and how pretentious i was about what i knew and uh, uh and how i actually needed his approval somehow and he uh <laughs> he didn't give it it was painful so the chemistry was uh uh that's he was my teacher he gave me what i needed to in order to fundamentally help me now, now i don't know whether he personally was awake or not probably was because he he seemed to be able to see very very clearly as could uh trunk form so you get just enough help but not too much yes
1: earlier you said you might need a teacher you might need a guru and you've said a number of times that you're not a guru you're a teacher so what is the difference
0: your projection what is a guru? A guru is a, a sat guru is a true teacher. Guru just means teacher. But, but the the images that, that uh, the whole idea of true teacher is cloaked with all kinds of projections that people have of some kind of deity person or some kind of a savior person or some kind of a extra, uh, extra special know-it-all. So it could function anyway. It doesn't, but it'll be about you whether you use that word or not. So some people uh, as a, um, if you were to call me Guruji, I probably would stop you because that's, that's, that's not your, but, uh, Yasmin calls me Guruji. She's from India. She's that's her, her it's in her language structure. Go ahead.
1: Earlier, you mentioned the mindfulness community. What, what is meant by that?
0: Well, what did I say?
1: I don't know. In the beginning, you were talking about the mindfulness community and, Somehow in contrast to how we practice okay. here.
0: Okay, so some of what's happening, not all, but some of what, what is happening there, and I, I don't go around keeping notes on everybody, but what I gather from what little I have seen, there's quite a bit of emphasis on on meditation so that you can calm down, meditation so that you can be peaceful, meditation so that you can you know harmonize yourself. it's not it's not incorrect and for some people that might be all they can do. That might be all they can do. Some people don't want to actually go uh, do any uh, uh, deep diving. So, but it's but it's generally promoted as something that uh, people should do, and it's good for you, and all of that. It's not good for you. It's devastating. But you don't need to do that. You can just meditate and uh, have a uh, uh, an awareness practice, contemplative practice, or even a a, a uh, Devotional practice that has to do with working with the mind in that way. So it's not wrong. We just say it's a it's more circular because we tend to get better and get worse. Have you noticed? Quite <laughs> irritating. Yes. What is what we project on the teacher? You project your your own ideas, your mind, your preconceptions. Preconceptions about what? Yourself and the teacher and the world and the, the, the teachings. Your idea of what they are, what they're about. Does that show us something that like, just seems like such a, a mess? It's hard to make any sense of it. I like that. Yeah. That's a minimal. When you say it's just a mess, that's kind of a conclusion, but it's minimal. Yes. How does one see clearly amongst the 10,000 things? Keep looking at them. Watch them come and go in the, in the form of your own thought patterns, your own mind, and they'll continue to look separate. They'll look separate. And But if you don't push on it, if you don't uh, pull on it, passion aggression, or however you want. If you don't do anything with it, no shifting around dependent on that. If you don't join in dependent origination, but you just observe the dependent origination, uh, then uh, maybe you'll stop uh, confusing yourself.
1: A question from Mayun in France. Is there a point to minimalize? I mean, in the creative process, going so far as not playing even a note or adding a dot of painting—is it a way to give a chance to do something again with some more respect for space?
0: Well said. Yeah, that would be uh, respect for space is a good because space isn't something. It's not uh, has no phenomenal f- phenomenological oomph. So. I think it's different uh, with, with each, with each person, with each meditator, with each artist, with each person. And uh, it's a, you know, it's a hesitate to use this uh, somewhat because it, we jump to a conclusion about believing our thoughts, but I, we, we need to really trust ourselves. When I say that trust, whatever comes into your mind stream, trust that in the sense that you're just going to look at it. You're just going to receive. So if it's a pile of garbage, just receive. It's a, if it's a, a pile of, uh, uh rainbows, <laughs> then just receive. If it's just, just receive. If it's just like the weather, uh, Mayun, that's happening uh, in Brittany is, a uh, 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 Mayun sent a video of the of waves crashing on the shore. It's really a difficult weather there. Just, you just receive. You notice the shore just received the It's kind of a corny, romantic idea, but it's true. It's relatively true. So just, um, you may find yourself go uh, like not uh, doing uh, a particular, uh, changing the way that you express or work as an artist, uh, going one, but there's no way I would uh, um, would come back and comment or correct you or get you to stop doing this and start doing that particularly, maybe in some ways. If I haven't understood the question, But
1: um, Using her image of respect for space, how do we disrespect space? Fill it
0: with junk ideas, opinions, but but you have to first see the way you do that. You can't just have an idea about what you're doing. It's much more subtle than that. You need to actually watch the sitting, holding still, and watch the process of the way the mind just keeps making up stuff about everything. It's just a relentless, uh, it's just a cornucopia of, uh, I'm not going to say it. I'm censoring myself. I'm not going to say bullshit. Oh. (laughs) Shucks, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. What is that all over your arm? Is that a new tattoo? Yes. Nice temporary. Yeah.
2: Good. Um, if it looks like our habit energy is to just completely fill up the space, even in like the arts, like music, yes. it's just very complicated, not minimal. Should I
0: go in? Like the kind of music that you enjoy? Yeah. And what is that called? Obnoxious. <laughs> no, I, I, no. What is it called? No. Metal, yeah. Metal music. So is it about that you're talking about? That and even the way I talk, the way
2: I just move around, the way I work on any of the projects here, it's it's just... Okay, what's the question? Period. Do I need to intentionally cut back on that? Mm.
0: That's a misunderstanding. No, what you need to cut back on is the time in which you do that. Not what you're doing. Not the process, not the form. Don't fiddle with the form. Observe the forms. What you do is you... mm, do you sit down whole still and you minimize the whole the whole thing? Sometimes I've talked about this as a as a elimination diet for ego. Sit down and just eliminate everything, reduce everything to this, so there's very little production. And any production that is happening, eventually will start to flare up because it's not being obstructed by your 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 uh, embodiment as belief in a person who's doing this and not doing that, and holding this and making this and pushing on that and painting this and. Um, bandaging your arm and just so holding still and observe that then the chaos will start to show up in the form of your mind, which is where it, where it actually is. Anyway, that's within capital a anyway. How can I endeavor
2: to respect space when in those situations, it clearly looks like I'm disrespecting it.
0: And so all you have to do is be aware of that. Don't, don't correct things. I don't know how else to say it. It's not that you might not feel like correcting it don't correct that. Don't correct anything. Whatever's arising, the less you do push or pull or add to or join in with or d- don't join anything. We don't have any, even have any membership here. I was a member of the Shambhala community for many, many years. And not, not that that's wrong, but, but I don't think we want to do that here. Everybody is completely individual, and that needs to be looked at. And the only thing I can say in your situation is sit. Just continue to sit. Yes. You'll say um, what you're looking for, you're looking
2: at, and it looks like right now what I'm looking for is to just be happy all the time without any repercussions. Do we need to look for
0: <clears throat> something that's more realistic? I think the very best thing for you you personally, uh, is you should uh, look look for your vow. You're here sewing a robe to be fully ordained as a monk and that vow is uh, important. Be with all things, save all beings, put others before yourself. I know it's hard to do that. Very hard to do that, and you might not succeed at that. But it's not about success and failure. It is about your intention. Always about your intention, because eventually you find there isn't anyone that has an intention. Then the then then the intention is di- just dissolves. The the direction the directionality just dissolves. There isn't anything with this, and you no you no longer are swayed or confused by time and space. Go ahead seems
2: like I tend to have this like hopeless romantic attitude towards that, like where the putting others before myself should just be effortless and it should be like to. No, it's hard work. It wears me out. But I, th- I think that's what I was going to ask about. Like, is is there effort to. You know, there's no, effort. no, it's it's uh,
0: it's uh, it's even kind of a gift that you just don't have to exhaust yourself on anything anymore. The energy you need actually comes from everybody. Somebody comes and gives you a bundle of energy and says, "Here, help me." So you're actually using. You could say, just as a relative way, you could say you're using the energy of the people that come before you. But is the relative exhaustion that we experience an indication of anything? Probably fighting with stuff, wanting to be different. Second noble truth: wanting things to be different than they are causes suffering. So, but it is about seeing, about seeing that, not about changing it. And quite often the practices down through the centuries, not all of them, but some of them are about trying to go in and get you to be a different person, get you to be an enlightened person and a person who no longer uh, um, is acts uh, acts, uh, selfish, self-centered. This is why uh, some teachers are so outrageous is because if they've realized what this is, they're no longer objecting to their incarnation. If they're no longer objecting to their incarnation, they don't give a shit of what you think of what they're doing. Because they, because you're, it's just a relative context is coming up, and it may be relatively true, but they're not operating out of a, a relatively true situation. True.
1: A question from Vishal in San Jose. Vishal, do non-minimal meditations quicken the process, and minimal meditation <clears throat> the slowest of them all?
0: No. Is that the only question?
1: There's another one
0: from. You gave me a either or. I, I pretty much ties me up when we get time. So I'm happy to address that further. <laughs> yes.
1: A question from Yelena in New York. Yes. How can one tell that they really have to do something when there is a strong sense that they have to do it, yet there is also a lot of resistance to doing it?
0: That's, I think it speaks speaks for everybody in some sense. We have we want to do, we need to do, want to do, but there's a lot of resistance. We need to meditate, but it's, getting to the cushion is difficult. I just think it's a matter of persistence. And uh, one of the things that goes by the wayside quite often is uh, use a schedule. If you have a job, you have to be there on time. If you have a a job working for someone, you can think of it the same way. You know, I've sometimes said, uh, done it myself for myself. I meditate every day at 7 a.m. And then then at le- if, if nothing else, at least look at that every day. Put it on your mirror so you see that and you notice the way you don't do it. Another way to do it is to is to uh, minimize your obligation, but don't miss the obligation. So minimize your obligation relative to how you're feeling and how you're doing. In other words, uh, one uh, um, uh, student of mine uh, is very busy with her job and has, uh, has difficulty with it. She knows who she is. <laughs> And, uh, and I, but she wasn't sitting at all. And I said, well, just sit down and, and uh, strike the bell or a water glass or something. Start, sit down, form. And then five minutes later, hit it twice and get up and go do something else. I said, the, the, the emphasis on the length of time is important, but the most important situation is observing the form. So the, the, to break that by saying, well, I can only sit for, I can't even sit for five minutes. Well, then sit for three minutes except for 30 seconds, but start the form, take the form, observe the form end the form, get up and go to work or go, um, do whatever it is that seems to be, have your attention, or your uh, time. So, you know, it would be the way, uh, Elena's talking there. It would be, it was Elena, right?
1: Elena.
0: Elena. So the way, way she's talking is, a. Uh, there's just kind of a problem. I think keep it very simple. Just whatever the situation that you're talking about. If it is meditation, then then try that. Try very very short periods where it's a strong form for thirty seconds or two minutes or eight minutes, or something. And then don't and don't try to extend it just because you feel like you can. First, uh, spend a month or two just doing eight minutes, so you so you have that down, and then start to extend it.
1: Question from Susan in Traverse City. Yes. Are we energy beings?
0: Well, I am. it's a way you know it's a concept so energy is looked at lots of different ways and i would say yeah i would say energy we're spiritual i like to say which has been said way before i got here we're spiritual beings having a physical experience i think that's pretty interesting because there's who you actually are can't can't uh, go away it can't disappear because it hasn't appeared so this is a this is a temporary download here we are Ah, 72 years. Of course, I've made it a little past that because I eat well. (laughs) I know, it's funny. (laughs) Not everybody would agree with me. But if I continue to live, if I die, then they'd say, (laughs) eating bad food. Yes.
1: Another question from Mayun. Yes, Mayun. Is there a risk? that respect for space prevails over action, even if action is motivated to save all beings?
0: Read that, read that again. She's thought about that quite a bit before she
1: said it. She, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Is there a risk Risk. that respect for space prevails over action, even if action is motivated to save all beings?
0: If the, the, if the uh, respect for space is, uh, is, uh, uh, further extending itself as a credential. If you think if there's someone there that feels like they're respecting space, uh, this is a misunderstanding, Marc Anciel. <laughs> it's a misunderstanding. We, we tend to we tend to get we, we want some kind of reference point. So we whatever we do, we try to we try to congratulate ourselves. Not that you're doing that, uh, Meun, but we tend to because to do something with no nothing showing up. Uh, this is the path where things start to show up. This might be parts of the path, but it also might be, you know, rest areas or sidetracks that look very, very glittery and accomplish or accomplishment oriented. It's very seductive, those kind of uh, uh, traps. <clears throat> Just say one, th- one further thing to me. Uh, I don't think you would have that problem personally. I mean, I think it could have I understand why you're asking it, but I, I don't think that would be an issue for you and your practice because i talk to you quite a bit
2: is respecting space the same thing as not filling up space
0: that could be a way of not filling it up like you're in a room with three people and they're all having a conversation and you're listening to what's there and you're magnetized and because what they're talking about you know something about so you're magnetized into going in it's not about not doing that But you could actually just respect the space in which the conversation between the three other people in the room or two other people is happening. Look at the space and look at the energy that's happening with those people. Rather than uh, joining in with your two cents worth, because for whatever reason, behind it is going to be relative. Is is the opposite of respecting space and just relatively or the only way I can relate to that is that something needs to shift in the area because... I'm not respecting space, so I don't, oh. you don't have to change anything. Just keep going. Just, you know, You meditate a lot. You know, you're meditating more than an hour a day, two hours a day, usually four Four hours a day. Uh, I think just keep doing that. Just keep doing that and watch that area where you're critical of yourself. Just watch the area. Don't join the critic. You don't need to double up on that negativity. Just receive the negativity. So it's, it's not easy because the the ego uh, everything in the ego department, which is just off stage watching everything, unless it's on, on stage, receiving applause, um, is watching that situation, and that's how the the how the maintenance happens. By uh, instead of uh, just observing, just receiving, uh, just uh, giving that your attention, we have ideas about what we're giving attention to and what we're receiving. We add on to whatever we're receiving. So minimal, keep it to a minimum without struggle. I'm not talking about uh, doing some kind of artificial minimalism. I'm saying that just watch the movement. And and if you watch the movement, then you, just using the, the metaphor of passion, aggression, ignorance, or the, the uh, structure of uh, pushing, pulling, and uh, shutting down, looking at that, if you do nothing with it, if you don't join any one of those three, but you don't uh, ignore them, this is when ego feels the most threatened. I mean, generally speaking, there might be other parts to it that uh, that even I don't see. Um, but don't do anything with it. Be, in other words, the way so Trungpa Rinpoche would say, um, he had several ways of saying it that were very helpful to me, uh, and not right away, but over the years, I would continue to return to things that he said. And you should, you know, if, I, if you're a student of mine, you should continue to return to what I say, because I'm probably just saying stuff he said, just laundered. <laughs> Um, willingness to be a fool is really a good one. That, that really, because I thought I already, already feel like a fool, but the willingness to be a fool was, uh, that was, that was different. Just don't, don't object to you, who you are. I say, don't miss your life. It may show up as, uh, being silly or, uh, unappreciated by others or criticized by others. And sometimes it's easier to just go with somebody else's opinion of us and somebody else, because at least if we get better, then they'll be friends with us. Make perfect sense. <laughs> Thank you. When you're talking about ego feeling threatened, does that feel minimal? What? When I'm talking about. When, when. Does it, does it does I I feel, feel minimal? It threatened, when, I, huh? when ego is threatened, does it feel minimal? If you don't do anything with it. If you don't explain it. If you don't blame anybody for, like, here's your self-centered and you feel threatened if you do nothing with it, but just feel. It, it would be like, be have a willingness which is not actually a thought. It's more of an attitude. It's like the attitudes of the paramitas or the attitude of the, of the 16 precepts. Those are attitudes. You know, the attitude of generosity, not easy to do that. The attitude of discipline, not easy to do that. I mean, to have an attitude of that, which doesn't look for accomplishment. So if, you, if, you feel, if the ego, the self-centeredness feels threatened and doesn't do anything about it, then that's minimal. And how you would know is there would be, along with that, if you checked in, and uh, this is a way of checking in without leaving a room, without leaving a closet, without leaving the bread box, see if you want something else. Or if, if it's like checking in in such a way, it's very subtle to say, it's like, I don't care if I ever get out of this feeling. You know, you don't care if you feel threatened. If, you, if, you, if you're looking to, to get out of it, then it's, uh, as Pacheva said.
1: Very tricky.
0: <laughs> very tricky. He didn't talk like that. How how and is the self different from the ego? The self? Yes. Well, self is used uh, in different in different ways, and we're getting into those identity concepts. So um, I would say very similar, although in in in, in uh, self realization fellowship, the Indian tradition uh, would say that it's more about a, a higher form of self or Atman, um, and it's not that that couldn't show up in the Buddhist uh, practice. But we don't go into it and name it and make give it a credential. I think that kind of thing fun- functions in that area, uh, in the third turning teachings of a uh, Buddha nature. Uh, it's about it's about that kind of realization. But it's very easy for someone who is kind of attached to non theism, which quite a few people are, uh, thinking that you you can't do that. You can't you can't talk that way. They'll lock you up if you, if you try to promote uh, the self or an ego. Maybe, maybe not. But in the in the realm of not to, of non-duality, anything is possible. Anything. A self, an ego. But if there's no, if there's nothing else, then it's liberated. I don't care if it's an ego. So the self is the one observing. Is that, is that a correct? The, the one who is observing is the observer. And you could call it a self. You could call it an ego. Call it anything. It's the observer. That's the path quality. The ground is suffering. The path is, what the hell is this? How how do I work with this? What do I do with this? And then the fruition is seeing that there wasn't anybody on any path. There wasn't any path. There wasn't anybody on it. And you have transcended uh, the three worlds. You've transcended it. I mean, you you actually are. are, uh, There's no one there, but their transcendence has occurred. And it's not even an occurrence because that's uh, a time and space uh, thing to you. The only thing I'm emphasizing over and over again is uh, train your mind. How do you do that? You sit down and experience how untrained it is. You just sit and notice how untrained it is without trying to manipulate it or control it, at least the way I teach it. Other teachers might teach, say, well, do this, do this mantra or or uh, close your eyes and scan your body or You know, and, and not wrong. It's just uh, may, you might have to do that. That might be a better thing for you to do than this. But if you're in this room, you're at least considering this. It, it's a, fundamentally... It's about awareness. It's not about what arises in the awareness. Boy, it sure is seductive. Final question. I lost it. Okay. (laughs) I know how that feels. (laughs) I lost my phone. I lost my continuous glucose monitor and I'm totally homeless. Yes.
1: You used the images of the hideouts of ego and this level of circularity.
0: It could. It could look just like a lot of junk. It's kind of the kind of feeling that will show up in the, in the consciousness and the awareness will maybe more like just being tired of it. Just tired of all that rotating around stuff. And so that's that might be the way the, the contrast stop begin to instead uh, sort of this looks really good and this looks really bad. Eventually, you see it's just a, it's just more stuff the good stuff and the bad stuff, it's just phenomena arising in the space of consciousness. You're, this is how it feels to slowly make the transition over from uh, grasping and rejecting and shutting down to uh, grasping and rejecting and shutting down with no self. You can't get out of this. If there's no if there's no one there, then the grasping, uh, shutting down and rejecting or anything, anything like that that's happening, if it's this path, then you're doing that on behalf of all sentient beings. All beings, stink bugs, everything, stink bugs. So it's it's a very it's a very simple. Uh, it's it's like a shift from somebody to just this.
1: More question from Vishal: Should we worry about anything that can make minimal meditation circular?
0: No, if you're doing it from my perspective if you're sitting if you sit down have all your senses open and with the attitude and it's an attitude is important attitude i'm just going to receive just receiving this you don't have to say that every three seconds but you can just look at what's coming towards you and what's going away and just watch it come and watch your thoughts come and thoughts go memories come they come and then they hang around for a while and get your attention maybe maybe magnetize you into some kind of a daydream or something and then maybe there's a noise uh, uh on the outside of the building or down the hall or something that kind of brings you back into the room. And then, and then just a beginner's mind, just start over. It's just a matter of starting over, starting over. Fundamentally, there is no beginning, but we might have to begin a lot in order to fundamentally see
1: that. Mm-hmm. A question from Susan Swinney. I'm not sure where she is. So what is the point of a Bodhisattva vow or monastic, a greater time spent observing in light of what, of that intention, without
0: judgment or resistant to what is? <laughs> I'm not buying that. <laughs> you're way too smart for me. <laughs> um, so I would just about have to see and go into that question, the concept you're using there and see how you intend that, how you mean that, because a lot of people can say the word bodhisattva, uh, to use any of those words and be, and be coming at it from a different way. The fundamental idea here is to be fundamentally aware of what this is. And that seems to be a way to approach that is to start, uh, stop trying to pull oneself up by one's bootstraps or one's get someone, uh, get make it all about you getting more enlightened, more better, more better, more higher, more clear, more kind, more generous and everything about fundamentally meeting people where they're at. Save all beings. This is what. And you may need a vow to do that. This is what you're asking. You may need to do it with a vow. You may not. I promote nothing. I don't care if somebody, if you want to be a bodhisattva. You have to convince me where I'm going to help you. I can be convinced, <laughs> but you can also do this on your own. I don't, I don't know. There might be all kinds of ways that I have never heard of. I'm sure there are, but it, it seems to help to have some kind of a form because the nature of, of ego and the nature of samsara is, uh, is without end. It's a circle. Just like the 12 links in the chain of existence, it's circular. And we don't see the circularity because like if you're on your uh, little pony on the merry-go-round you don't think of what's happening on the other side you're just on your pony you're going along or you might be an old person sitting in a bench next to someone who's on a pony but it's circular i don't mean to be too silly about it but it is it's very circular and it's very magnetic it's very colorful and it's seductive and there, so you're you're sitting there so it may be if you hear a path may uh, function with uh, a vow to be with all things or maybe just an attitude that you're trying to have uh, i think it's uh, much more powerful has much more, uh, to use the relative, uh, adhesive glue, uh, glue yourself to the Dharma. Uh, first there has to be the inspiration of this. I need to study this 2,500 years, uh, years ago, someone understood something and they shared it with a few other people and then they shared it with people. And then it became a, a community. We call it the Sangha, a spiritual community. The Buddha, the example of someone who was not at war, who was sane and, uh, Dharma, the truth that he taught. Everything is dependently arisen. No separate beings anywhere. And the Sangha, the community of people that are coming together under the with the guidance of a teaching person to train their mind. It's the simple version. Does it sound like I answered your question? You don't know? Does it? All right. Well, that's good. Have another one? No?
1: Yeah, thank you so much. We'll stand and dedicate the merit in the back of our textbooks. books. I'd like to remind everybody, uh, this Saturday we'll be up in Traverse City for a monthly retreat if you can be there. Also, three people will be receiving Jukai on Saturday at Traverse <laughs> City. And a reminder about our donation boxes in the hallway, and also we accept payments online and in the mail. Thank you for your help.
2: May the merit of this penetrate into all places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. Kiyo-san-chi-ishifu Shisau-mu-sa-ko-ko-sa-ko-ko-ja-ko-ro-mi The ten directions, the three worlds, all buddhas, all venerable ones, Bodhisattvas,
1: Mahasattvas,
2: the great Prajna Paramita. O Buddhism, Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions and the Three Times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering and fill them with light.